This is, um, okay. How, how do I get into this? Um, so uh, today is Sunday, the 19th. We're finally here. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home has been released. I went to go see it with my good buddy, uh, Russell, who, uh, yes, uh, for those who are watching the stream or watching, uh, the episode on youtube.com slash you can see that Russell Purcell is not here today because uh he is out with family as yes it is the holidays so i was like oh that's fine i i mean if i were to get pissed off at that i would just be a selfish person i'd be in consciously i'd be an idiot and just morally i would be a bad person just to be like no you can't go because we got this going on uh but i mean look i i, I had talks with russell later on later that night when we got back from uh no way home and i asked him like okay once no way home comes on it comes out on digital do you want to do an actual re review review because uh i'm gonna get into the intro but i do want to give a bit of context before we get into this um because um I've already pre-ordered No Way Home even before the movie, um, and I'm not going to spoil No Way Home this early, so don't worry about that, folks. Uh, however, I will say, though, there are going to be spoilers for Homecoming and Far From Home, which I assume almost everyone has seen it, but if you haven't, then don't watch this episode, but... I digress getting back to the context though of this um so i i asked him like okay once the once the once uh, no way home comes out on digital do you want to do an actual review review because the whole point of the show is that i'm going back and i'm reviewing uh i'm reviewing my reviewings so like i've reviewed it right like basically i've rewatched the movie and then i do a review on it as in like i go through i review everything that like I'm seeing not a review as like a critique, but like a review as in like taking notes and then reviewing like what we've seen in the movies. So this is not a critical review. This is not a critique. You should go to Rotten Tomatoes. That's where you find all the critiques. I'm not a person who's good at critiquing a film unless if it's like really bad or if it's for the most part, I, I think all most films are good to me even the even the michael Bay transformers movies are good to me i think the story is certainly a mess at times and uh, do i think they're like the, the greatest of cinematic history absolutely not of course not i just think that they're fun joy rides i think like you just put the movie on you have a fun time with it i don't necessarily think you really get attached to it too much though due to nostalgia i am attached to it but that's just because of the nostalgia of growing up with those movies um but yeah so russell purcell is not here uh funny enough uh nickelodeon nick said that he was gonna be here however uh he decided to go to san francisco at what like 3 a.m and he texted me at 3 a.m like oh i'm about to pass out but like uh i don't think i'm gonna uh be able to make it or whatever and I'm like okay he is gonna be here for no way for the no way home review review which yes i am quite aware Although I haven't re reviewed uh, No Way Home. Did I say Far From Home? I'm sorry. I have no one here to tell me this. But um, No Way Home. I, 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 I haven't gotten a chance to go watch it again. I really want to. But at the same time, I feel like I've, I've done enough this year. <laughs> I've done enough. I, I was going to go watch The King's Man and The Matrix Resurrections in theaters. And... 
Yeah, I mean, with the new variant and also uh, this uh, film festival submission that I have to work on, uh, I just... Uh, it's not that I don't want to go. It's that I have other responsibilities. I get it. With great power comes great responsibility. Uh, no, I, I just feel like um, in the past couple of months, I feel like I've been fooling around a lot, despite the fact that I got straight A's this semester. So I'm actually quite proud of myself. I feel like, you know, now it's like... Now it's time for me to, like, actually work on something that like i can actually put my heart and soul into and also my brains into uh but also i mean not only that but i'm also going to be playing a lot of video games uh, in a couple you know, in a couple hours once i'm done with uh the john watts spider-man review, review uh i'm gonna hop onto my playstation i'm gonna uh continue playing uh lego marvel superheroes one my replay of lego marvel superheroes one so uh that'll be really that's, it's gonna be a lot of fun i am I'm personally excited to get back into it. I feel like as I've been doing these review reviews and I've been watching shows and movies, it's it's kind of annoying because uh, right now my career goal is to get into the video game industry and not the film industry, even though I love movies. And I obviously, obviously I'm aware that like, okay, I can be someone who works on video games, but I can also love movies too. That's, that's, that's not a concept that I'm not aware of. I'm, very well aware of, and it is effect in uh, effect for me. Uh, however, it, it it's sometimes kind of painful thinking that like, oh gosh, this, this is something I want to do, but at the same time, being realistic though, uh, it, it's something I I might not be able to do now, but maybe later on. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Uh, so it's just gonna be me. So this honestly, uh, these episodes aren't going to be as long as they normally are. Uh, I was going to make a that's what she said joke, but there's no one here to tell it to. So I'm going to skip it. Uh, also, I'm keeping my, um, I'm keeping my computer glasses on because, uh, no one's really here. I'm just looking at my notes. I don't, can you, can you see any information if I, if I go on here? I don't really think you can. I don't know. Maybe I'll take them off. Maybe not. I don't know. But the point is, is that uh, I'm, do I'm doing these specific episodes alone, except for No Way Home. However, Russell has agreed to come back and uh, he has agreed to come back and do it. So, um, uh, so we are going to do, so we are going to do the entire John Watts Spider-Man uh, trilogy review, review again. I'm going to discuss my, no sorry, I'm going to discuss my notes with them. But um, it's not it's not going to be anytime soon. Also, I feel like I feel like I'm peaking, but at the same time, I don't think I am. I'm way I'm well under. Um, here I'm gonna turn on monitor just to make sure because once again, I'm all by myself today, so I don't know what's going on. So just keep that in mind. Uh, monitor mute. Uh, I've got the I've got the um. God, what is that marketing word? Uh, the clip guard. I have the clip guard on. So this really shouldn't be... Uh, this should be fine. This should not be, uh, you know... Oh, boy. I can't talk today. Um, You see, this is why I need someone with me. Is because then, like, it... It helps me stay sane. Um, But... I've got the clip guard on, and... It should be fine. If not, then I'll try and fix it in post. Recently, okay, I will admit, recently I've been trying to 
mess with the audio so it sounds much better in a sense. Like I've been, <laughs> I I know it's such a stupid thing to do. I I'm sure an audio person's gonna come up to me and they're gonna be like, "Hey, listen, that's a dumb thing to do. Why are you doing that?" But I'm basically turning down the mid gains all the way to negative sixteen, and it's it just sounds great to me. I don't know, uh, but it turns the, it compresses the audio, uh, or it lowers the gain pretty low, and so I'm hopefully I'm able to master that, but. I don't know. Ah, uh, but anyways, now I'm actually going to get into my intro. I apologize if, you know, this was too much for you all. It's been 10 minutes and I've already, you know, started to ramble. This is what happens when I'm alone. If you see my other videos, then you will understand what I mean. Also, I'm looking at my preview because I'm looking at my notes right now. I have my notes pulled up here, so not too much is happening. I'm just, I'm just going to talk about the notes and then I'll get into my actual like review review and then we'll move on to... Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, I'm gonna take, like, maybe five minutes now, since, you know, there's no one else here. I'm gonna take, like, a five-minute break, get a drink of water, and then come back and then do that. Uh, I, I do want to let everyone know, though, for whoever's watching the stream, if you're watching the episode, don't worry about this, but uh, for those who are on the stream, uh, I, I do want you to know that I have nothing written for No, no Way Home. That's why I'm saying that, like, uh, we're, I'm gonna have Russell come back, uh, for when it comes out on digital release, on uh vod so we can um we can re review it we can re-watch it and then we can take our notes and stuff and so that's why uh i'm gonna try and i'm gonna try and piece it all together because i feel like i remember what happens in no way home i mean <laughs> no way home is the biggest movie that like recently um i can't really think of anything else i mean there's ghostbusters afterlife but i never got to see that either so uh yeah, that's about it. So, uh, okay, intro time. Yay, we got to get into intros. Also, I've decided to mount up my mic closer to me because I uh, recently realized that uh, I have to stay in the shot, but the uh, the mic arm isn't, uh, you know, it cannot extend to my, uh, close to my, uh, my, to my mouth. I feel like this is going to turn into a, really inappropriate joke and I don't want to I don't want to get into that I just want to throw it in the trash so here we go um but yeah no uh ladies and gentlemen people welcome back uh to another episode of Filmy Fate's Spider-Man review review uh the, the, the next two episodes this episode including the next episode it's all me for now except um uh like I said before or um in the beginning of the episode uh, I already told you I'm gonna get Russell Purcell back on the show, and we are gonna rewatch, or as I like to call it, review uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. We're gonna take notes, or I'm gonna take notes. He doesn't really take notes. It's basically in his brain at that point. But uh, no, I'm gonna take notes. I'm gonna have my uh, an actual written review review, and then I'm gonna share it with you all. But um, for this one, I'm only gonna be talking about uh, Homecoming and. Uh, Far from home, and then later on, Nick Sprocko, uh, Nickelodeon Nick will, will join us for No Way Home. It won't be. I don't think. I don't think the uh, the episode will be too long because I feel like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna uh, read out all my notes, and then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna go to break. So, yeah. Um, of course, I'm yours truly, uh, Filmy Pate. 
Uh, I'm your host and your dose, which is friend in the Indian languages. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, we're talking about, we're, uh, or at least I'm uh, giving my review review for the John Watts Spider Man trilogy this weekend. Super exciting stuff because, yes, uh, once again, I uh, got to go see Spider Man No Way Home with Russell. Uh, and so it was. It was a ton of fun. I'm not going to get into it right now because we're talking about Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. So, uh, yeah, uh, I want to let everyone know this is a big spoiler warning for this entire stream and the episodes. If you haven't seen Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, or Spider-Man No Way Home, you should not be watching this. Go watch it and then come back. Unless if you don't want to watch it and you just want to watch my content, then either way, great. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um... But yeah, no, this specific episode, we're going to be talking about, uh, or I'm going to be talking about Spider-Man Homecoming from uh, 2017. Uh, so uh, I want to let you all know that, or that, I mean, this should be no, but just in case for those who are not aware of this, Spider-Man Homecoming and onwards is uh, the MCU Spider-Man. So uh, this was after, this was like, what, three years after... Um, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I love, but I'm well aware that that movie is not good. And I think it's injustice that uh, Andrew Garfield didn't get to complete his trilogy. Uh, I'm still rooting for an Amazing Spider-Man 3. It's hilarious because, yes, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was a failure, but they were working. They were going to start working on Amazing Spider-Man 3. So I would just, just at the very least, even if you don't want to like bring him on for like multiple... For more episodes, at least bring them back for one more. That'd be really nice, Sony. And if you could get it made by Marvel Studios, that'd be even better. But that's just me. Hashtag make Tasm 3. The next <laughs> the next Snyder cut. I'm not saying Zack Snyder. I mean that like everyone worked so hard to get the Snyder cut to be made. But So I feel like if we could get the Amazing Spider-Man 3, I think that'd be fantastic. But anyways... Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Here we go. Oh, boy. <laughs> no one's here. Spider-Man. No one's here to talk about Spider-Man movies with Fatay. Uh, but uh, hey, you know what? At least you get to see the, uh, cool, uh, images from the cool stills from, uh, Homecoming. So, well, here we go. Uh, I've decided to push my personal reviewing till Thursday or Friday so I can have both of the movies fresh in my brain and I don't have to worry about notes. See, that's the thing is that, um, excuse me. Uh, the thing is that, um, I, I normally, what I do for a review review is I go outside, I watch it on my, uh, OLED and then I come back into my room and then I watch it again. I watch it again. So technically if no way home was on, uh, digital already, I would watch it on there first and then come back in here and then watch it again. So that would be a review review. And technically it's two reviewings, which is hilarious to me, but hey, the more the merrier. I don't care. I love these movies. So, um, but yeah, no, um, for far from home, I decided not to far from uh, for both uh, homecoming and far from home. Uh, I decided to just uh, be in bed and just type out the notes as I was watching it. So it wasn't really, I didn't, I, the only movie that I fully watched on, uh, my OLED was, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I don't think I had enough time for Far From Home, so, 
I just decided not to. Uh, but anyways, uh, so here we go. Uh, we open up with Michael Giacchino's Spider-Man theme, which I will say is very delicious. I think Michael Giacchino is, I think he's a legend and that's why I feel like Michael Giacchino is just, hey, Sean Restivo in the live chat is coming at me from the Christmas party. Very nice. I did. Wow, that's a incredibly early Christmas party, but okay, sir. I respect that. Uh, by the way, before I continue on and before I get too far in, I want to let you all know that, yes, Fatahis Family Fridays is coming back next week on Friday. Well, Friday. I mean, it's coming out on Friday. However, we're pre-recording the episode, so you'll be getting it immediately as soon as uh, Christmas Eve uh, strikes uh, midnight, so... Did I say that right? Um, I, I mean to say on, on Christmas Eve morning, you'll get the episode. If you, so if you, you don't have to worry about being there live because I understand everyone's having Christmas parties. So that's why we're, that's why we're pre-recording it so I can work on it and then I can post it. And then you can watch it at your own convenience. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, no, it's going to be a spicy episode because I've got like what? Oh gosh, do I, should I even tell you how many items are on the binge report? I'm not gonna say. It. I won't say. It. I'll leave it for uh, I'll leave it for Sean to guess on uh, on on the uh, during the recording. So uh, yeah, I know it's it's gonna be super exciting because um, on Wednesday is uh, Matrix Resurrections, and um, your boy's uh, finally finally getting a, a 4K Blu-ray player. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be super fun. I. I've been using my PlayStation 5 to play them, and, like, it, there's no Dolby Vision. And I think Dolby Atmos is getting decoded, but, like, I'm not exactly sure. And so, also the hassle of just getting the, the disc in there. Like, I have to take it out because these discs are fragile as far as I'm concerned. And then I have to go like this and put it in. Sony decided made one of the weirdest decisions. I liked that at first, and I do think it's very cool. Uh, the d design of the PlayStation Five, however, it is just the weirdest design. The weirdest design. I don't understand, but I don't know. But anyways, um, but yeah, no. Once again, my dad is just laughing in the background. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Sean, Steve, and I are coming back for Tasteful Fridays. Episode 30 or 31? I can't remember, but uh, I digress. So, uh, yeah, Michael Giacchino. I, I, maybe I'm over-exaggerating, but I do believe this man is a legend. I think he's done a fantastic job with, like, what? The Incredibles. Uh, Mission Impossible. I mean, how can we not... When you think of Michael Giacchino, it's impossible not to think of Ratatouille. Because Ratatouille has one of the best scores. It has one of the best scores. And so... Uh, and and he did Spider-Man, and now he's about now he's doing the Batman. I've heard the the Batman the the theme for the Batman, and it's oh my god! I want I I want to watch this movie now. It's uh, Michael Giacchino, man. I'll I'll touch the uh, we'll get into Michael Giacchino later on uh, in in the stream, but anyways, we get it. Michael Giacchino is fantastic, uh, but anyways. Uh, look, I'm sure I, uh, oh wait, oh, oh, I skipped this, I skipped a note, my bad. Uh, right off the bat, we get the origin story of Vulture in less than five minutes. You see, here's the thing. This is what Spider-Man Homecoming does so well. It doesn't waste 
like half of the movie uh, working on the origin story. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 took what? I'd, I'd probably say 30 minutes of runtime of screen time to get uh, Max Dillon to becoming uh, Electro. Here in Spider-Man Homecoming in less than five minutes they establish and they show the 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 origin story of Adrian Toomes becoming the vulture. His his motivations are clear. And it's just, it's just really good. I don't know what else to say here. Is that it's like it's the fact that they got this all done in less than five minutes. Not even five minutes, not even over five minutes, less than five minutes, they they got it all done. It's just mind-blowing to me. Now that, like, I've seen it, like, twice. It just blows my mind every time. But anyways. Um, uh, right after... Uh, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm all over the place. Uh, look, I'm sure any other composer could have done this in the past films. But the fact that Michael Giacchino decided to take the Spider-Man theme, make it bombastic, and have it as the Marvel Studios opening track. And so the normal track for this movie just goes to show how much passion has been put in this movie. Not to say that the other movies weren't, uh, but in the Marvel Studio films, it's obvious. They did not need to do this, but they did it anyways. And yeah, that's Marvel Marvel Studios for you. I know Sean Restiva is not really the biggest fan of uh, MCU films at the moment, but... I mean, at this specific moment, there he he. Yeah, there was a spike, and then you know, you know, I'll get into that later on. But anyways, uh, yeah, once again, my um, the the classic Spider-Man theme, redone by Michael Giacchino, as the Marvel Studios opening is just. It's a it's a chef's kiss. It's a chef's kiss. I don't I don't I don't know what else to say here. It's kind of sad that they didn't really do it for. It's kind of sad that they didn't do it again for Far From Home, but it makes sense though. So there you go. Uh, now we got a short film slash vlog made by Peter Parker showcasing the personality of Peter. Uh, I, I really liked it. I think uh, it just, I mean, the note speaks for itself. It, it showcases what, how Peter's just like a child. And like you know, he sees the new suit, and like he's acting like he's acting like a child, and like it's in a good way, and like he's super excited. So that's why they because we never had on screen, we've never had a uh, like a, a fit, because I think in this movie he's like what fifteen years old, so it's like it's 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 incredible that like we're seeing him as a fifteen year old when we've seen. Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire as like 17 to 18 year olds. So it's like, it's incredible to think that we're getting like a two to three year old, like uh, younger Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. So uh, yeah, uh, I know this is a nitpick, but when Peter is at the airport where uh, Tony yells out under roost, uh, he doesn't make the hand gesture as he does in civil war. This no, it doesn't matter at all. Just an incredibly minor detail that I noticed. Yeah, that, um, it, it's really not a big deal. But for those who have seen uh, uh, Captain America Civil War, it's just like, you know, it's something that could have been done. But I guess, you know, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. 
Uh, but anyways, okay, so now uh, we get the car ride of uh, where, you know, Tony Tony and Happy drops off uh, Peter. Uh, I love how Tony goes from talking about Peter to talking about Happy. This is hilarious. He's talking about like, oh yeah, we're tr uh, Happy's trying to get into upper management. It's it's just hilarious. We were, They were talking about Peter at first and then it just, the whole conversation went to Happy. So it's, it's hilarious. Um... Once again, I'm not going to have too much to talk about. I'm just going to get through these as quick as possible because, like, if I'm doing this alone, it's it's really not that fun for me, in all honesty. I'm just, I'm, I could just list out these notes and then you could just take it for what it is. So, uh, and now great music choices. Of course, I'm talking about when, uh, um... Uh, this this is when uh, it's two months later. Uh, Peter's taking the train to school, and uh, you can hear uh, the un uh, underdogs. The underdog. Um, I can't remember by who. Oh boy. Uh, let me see here if I can pull this up. Because fun fact, I actually have. Um, I actually have uh, iTunes open. Uh, the underdog by Spoon. Uh, and I really like the underdog by Spoon. So I think it was. It, it it just makes it feel like a like a high school story. I know, I know it's weird to think that way, but yeah, that's how I feel. I think this this definitely sounds like a feel. It has the feeling of a high school story. Um, of course, a lot of people would know that by uh, watching um, Seventeen again. Yes, I filmy Fate saying has has seen Seventeen again multiple times as well. So. There you go. Um, oof. Uh, Peter being ghosted by Happy. Once again, funny note. Uh, hey, it's uh, Betty Brant and Memo from the best live-action Transformers film. You see, if Russell Purcell was here, then this joke would have actually made him giggle a bit. But no, Russell Purcell is not here. Which sucks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, I, I thought it was interesting that they brought Betty Brant from... Uh, being someone at uh, the Daily Bugle to being an actual high school student with Peter. I think that's really cool. Um, uh, Ned, who I think... Okay, Ned, Ned, who I think is a great decision for another iteration of Spider... What? I did not word this right. Um, so about Ned, I, th I think Ned is a great decision for another iteration of Spider-Man. Uh, I believe he's Genki, who's Miles Morales' friend. Um, so I think that's very interesting. I'm sure we're going to get a, a Miles and Genki story in the MCU, which would be very interesting. I We already have... We already have Miles Morales in the Sony-verse, whatever you want to call it. Even though, it's, sure, not live action, though... It's still a Sony property. It, it wasn't made by Marvel Studios. However, it was made by Marvel. And so... Um... Yeah, I, uh... Oh, excuse me, sorry. I... Uh, it's, it's, it's been a... Interesting morning. Uh, Ned... Okay, so Ned uh, sneaks up behind Peter with the Lego Papatine, uh, minifigure... Uh, and it talks about how he just got the new 
Lego Death Stars. I'm sure your leaders call them out by saying, so lame. You know, they're just jealous that they got a new Lego Death Star. They just wish they were as cool as them. In all seriousness, this is what I love about these movies. Ned and Peter are, I guess, social outcasts. Uh, you, you, you know, they're not the typical, like, they're hanging out with a group of friends or whatever. It's just two people. It's an exclusive club. Uh, that's a joke, by the way. It's not, in the movies, it's not an exclusive club. They're just two best friends. That's it. Um, and so I think it's really cool of having that very small, like, circle. I think it's really cool. Um... Okay, addressing the issues from Tasm 2, which, all right, it's Tasm 2 is the worst Spider-Man movie. Uh, even though, if you're if we're talking about Spider-Man, like as in like what's the best example of being Spider-Man? Obviously, the Spider-Man 2, but right under it is the Amazing Spider-Man 2 because, uh, um, because it just shows uh, Spider-Man's personality gr uh, the the better way. Um, sorry, Spider-Man's personality is more established and shown off better in, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, him swinging around, him having a responsibility, him, you know, doing all that stuff and his quips and everything. And so that's why I love that movie. Obviously the villains ruined it, but once again, by the way, when I said that, I put that under, uh, Spider-Man, uh, 2. Um, I just, I just want everyone to know that Amazing Spider-Man 2 isn't, like, my, my higher preference of Spider-Man films. It's not, because I'm pretty sure, uh, I know this is really early, but either No Way Home or Far From Home is, not Far From Home, sorry, uh, uh No Way Home or Homecoming is under Spider-Man 2, as in the best live action, uh, or most preferred uh, live action Spider-Man films for me. I don't want to talk about best because once again, I, I already said this at the beginning of the episode. I, I, I'm not a critic. Okay. I, I can't critique these films unless if it's something really, really, really bad, like, uh, M night Shyamalan's, uh, last airbender. So, uh, anyways, I digress. Um, though I love that, though I love the amazing Spider-Man too, the issue of giving context for the right reasons. What? Um, the issue of what? Oh, okay. Here, here's a good thing about about Homecoming is that it it, it gives context, uh, for the right reasons, and it does make sense. Because uh, for those who does for those who don't remember, for those who haven't seen uh the uh the amazing Spider-Man review review by me and uh, Russell, I recommend you go watch. But if you've already seen it. Uh, you will already know, or if you've seen the movies, uh, you will know that there's one scene where Harry Osborn says that, uh, states, cl or claims that Peter knows Spider-Man because Peter takes Spider-Man's picture, which is the dumbest context to, to being the reason that Peter knows Spider-Man. It's, it's... It's so it's hilarious and it's stupid. And then and then we come to this. Then we come to Spider-Man Homecoming, where uh, as Ned is about to tell Peter that he's coming over to hang out and build a Death Star, Peter sees Liz, the love interest of the film. And as he sees her, uh, Ned's voice is drowned out. So Peter didn't hear him say that he's coming over. So I really like that. And it makes sense because now because we can't go because yes, later on in the movie, 
Peter's backpack gets stolen and then he goes home in his spider suit and as he sneaks into his room and closes the door he turns around and Ned's there and like we can't we can't be like oh why is he here because literally he tells us that he's gonna be there so it's like there's no way you can say that like oh but that makes no sense because it makes sense because we've given we've been given the context in a perfect way Ned clearly says hey I'm gonna go I'm gonna come over and we're gonna continue building Death Star but Peter's too busy listening uh, you know paying attention to Liz so I think that's what's great I think they I think I love the, the I just love the fact that they address like they 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 did their research basically they they knew what they were doing they knew the mistakes of the previous films so there you go. Uh, okay, so we now see uh, Peter making web fluid at school in class. I think this was really cool because um, in in the Sam Raimi films, it's organic webs. In the Amazing Spider-Man films, uh, their uh, their web cartridges or uh, whatever they call it, I'm gonna say I'm gonna call them cartridges. Uh, uh, web car web fluid cartridges. Uh, Peter orders them from Oscorp, which, once again, a lot of the Iron Boy Jr. trolls seem to be okay with that. But, like, when it comes to Tom Holland, I understand it's more about the suit and less about the web shooters. But, like, still, I think the idea of Peter making his own web fluid and not relying on anyone else, uh, even Tony Stark, to make the web fluid and just, like, get a weekly shipment of web fluid is... I think it's great that we got to see that he's just in he's just in class he's in like what chemistry and then like he's it's great it's just so cool uh we're now introduced to MJ um I'll touch on that a bit later uh Martin Starr is in this movie as Mr. Harrington uh I think the only thing I know Martin Starr from is of course uh Silicon Valley which I've yet to continue watching. I think I'm what uh season 4 or I don't know. Um uh MJ says, "Quote, I'm not obsessed with him, just very observant." Uh take notes. <laughs> Sam Raimi M Sam Raimi's MJ. Also, sure. Uh sure you're not obsessed with Peter. Sure. Um yeah, my one of my main issues with the Sam Raimi films now that I have reviewed it and like now that like I've actually seen it as an actual matured viewer and I like I have knowledge of like what I should be looking out for. MJ in those movies are almost insufferable. I I have no hate against Kirsten Dunst. Right, she was told to to do that. That's totally fair. I I have no I have nothing against the actors at all. But I think the story of her being the damsel in distress. Granted that these movies, the, the Sam Raimi movies, were in the time where like comic book movies were just starting to be a thing. I I still feel like I still feel like I I just I just the reason why the Sam Raimi films aren't as preferable. To me, I don't really prefer them as much, though I'll still watch them anyways, but, like, I don't really think about them too much because of the fact that MJ is really annoying in those movies. Like, 
for like half of the storyline of the entire trilogy, she's basically just obsessed with Peter and she wants to be with Peter no matter what. And then she decides to get married and then she leaves the person after learning that Peter is Spider-Man. And it's just, it's MJ in those movies are such a mess. I can't even start. I, I, I just can't. The only reason why I love those movies is because of nostalgia and I feel like uh, Sam Raimi did a great job at making like the first. It, 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 it's such a highlight in the history of comic book movies that like I'm not saying that because of that I love those movies. I'm because I obviously love all these movies. I grew up with these movies and I absolutely think Spider-Man 2 is phenomenal. And I just don't think that like. I just don't think the the though it's cute at times, the relationship between MJ and Peter is just annoying in those movies. But anyways, uh, but yeah, um, uh, the school bell uh ringing shots reminds me of Speed Racer when where uh Speed has finished his test. Um, let me. I position myself better. Uh, his feet are moving rapidly and he speeds out of school. Excuse me. Uh, but for this film, it just goes to show that how excited uh, Peter is to get into action, which was already made, which has already uh, been made clear from the moment we see him in, uh, we first see him in the movie uh, when he's like texting happy. That's enough to tell you that like he's ready for more. Or, well, he wants to do more, but he's not exactly ready. Uh, I've never brought this up, but the world building in this movie is really good. Even if it's small things like Mr. Delmar's deli or uh, bodega, whatever uh, you want to call it. I don't know. I don't, go, I don't go out much. I'm not really aware. I'm not either. I'm not aware. I've just forgotten what the world is like. Um, he gets a sandwich, runs into an alley and starts taking his clothes off. To get into his suit, which I think is hilarious. Um, and now we get a montage of Spider-Man being a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man with Blitzkrieg Bop playing. Um, <laughs> there's that American sh flag shot again. Uh, now we see the oh boy. Now we now see the rising star of the MCU, Clev, live from Queens. Uh, for those who don't know, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because for those who haven't seen Shang-Chi, uh, I, I mean, I think it was already, I think people already know this, but, uh, Clev is actually in Shang-Chi as well. So he is like all over the place, which is hilarious. Uh, but though it's a very, uh, oh, so tired. Uh, it's, it's a. Very strong addition to the MCU. Uh, I also love how when when Spidey does his flip, uh, the one of the guys just says, "Not bad." It's this whole movie. These movies are hilarious. Um, it just entertains me in a way that I feel like the Sam Raimi films films should have. Maybe it did when I was a kid, but like now, it's just like. So most of the jokes in those movies are just like they're not great. <laughs> so uh anyways, let me just okay. 
Uh, Spidey tries to stop someone from stealing a car and turns out it's actually his car. Uh, and everyone in the area, including a Stan Lee as Gary, uh, yells at Spidey. Here, I said yelling. Uh, yells at Spidey and everyone is in an argument. This movie is wild in an incredibly good way. Uh, uh, okay, so Spidey's talking about getting a churro and now I'm really craving for churros. I'm wondering if the theater has them. I highly doubt it. And it's funny because uh, <laughs> I, I went to the theater and I didn't even think about churros. So uh, there you go. There you have it. Okay. Uh, I'll bring this up later on in, in, in the No Way Home re uh, review. But it has something to do with the food that I got. So that'll be hilarious. You gotta, you gotta stay tuned for that. Um, I love that his suit has slots or like tiny pockets, sleeves for his web fluid, not capsules. I call them capsules, but uh, they're actually cartridges. Uh, it makes sense. It makes sense for his suit. Um, which I think is really cool. A lot of people hate on the suit. I there's some designs on the suit that I'm not a fan of. However, I think knowing that it was made by Tony Stark and this is in the MCU and it's like you know Stark Tech essentially. I think it's I think it's cool. Uh uh so now a group of people, uh Mass as the Avengers, uh rob a corner ATM with high-tech weapons. I just love how Spidey takes a moment to just pose uh also i love the joke of having the identity theft advertisement uh uh behind him it's so good everything on every frame is just it's great um okay <laughs> i'm starting to think you're not the avengers i know it's so silly of me to say that or i know it's so silly of me to say this but can i just stop taking notes I think people get it. <laughs> because it's so good. This movie is so good. And and some people are starting to say like, oh, Homecoming isn't that great. Oh, he's the kid. Oh, everyone. Because that's the thing. The, Sony and Marvel, they can't keep doing the same story every time. And that's what I love about this. They can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And that's what I just love about these uh, these movies is that they're not doing the same thing over and over again. Sure. Tasm to Tasm had the the Uncle Ben death scene again. And the context of that is even like more like hilarious and stupid, but it did the same thing. Sure. Okay. But they all do something different. And so that's why I just love it. Um uh, Marissa Tomei as Aunt May uh, does not get enough credit. Just saying. Yeah. I just, I just don't think it gets enough credit. Uh, now that I think about it, if I were to watch this as a standalone Spider-Man movie without having seen another piece of MCU content that this, uh... Hold on. There's a lot of notes that I wrote, and, like, now I'm really starting to realize that, like, they're, they're they're pretty bad. Um, give me a moment here. 
if I were to watch this as a standalone Spider-Man without having seen any other piece of MCU content as context or um, a uh, connection to this, I, uh, I do not think this would be a good Spider-Man movie. Uh, in that perspective, the Iron Boy Jr. thing makes sense. However, I have I have seen every other piece of MCU content except for uh, Hulk. So, I don't support the Iron Boy Jr. troll fest. So, there you go. Um, uh, I love how Ned... So, okay, go, going back to that note, though. People need to understand that this is a different story of Spider-Man. It's not always going to be the same thing from the comics. Just... I don't really know. Like, I, I don't want to put in too much effort trying to, like, prove a point. Because I know everyone has an opinion on these movies. And I know every, all films are subjective. But, like, still, it's like... Oh, gosh. So... It's so interesting. Also, I am so... My sitting position is just the weirdest right now. Anyways. Um, okay, so now the entire scene of Ned uh, uh, finding out or uh, Ned finds out that Peter is Spider-Man because he sees him take off his mask and it's Peter. So uh, we're going to skip through this. I was going to have a conversation with this about, with the other guys, but once again, I am alone this episode. <laughs> and even the next episode. So there you go. Uh, I love how Ned is still very confused when he asks, uh, how do you do this and the Stark internship? And then Peter says, this is the Stark internship. It's, it's so good. Uh, I love how the image of Spider-Man on the news is him leaving a porta potty uh, with toilet paper stuck to his feet. The jokes just keep coming. It's good. Uh, Peter has lost, lost five backpacks. Just a note. Uh, Ned asking a bunch of questions about Peter is hilarious. Uh, okay. 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 Sorry. I lost my track. So I'm just listening down. I've got like what? 117 notes. And I'm just going to get through them like as quickly as possible. How many minutes has it been? It's been about an hour. So I'm going to like get this done in like what? an hour and 20 let me see if i can without being like super rushed because i also do want to talk about this movie um but yeah um interesting to see uh mcu events being a part of history uh a part of history class in the mcu so uh the history teacher was talking about the sokovia accords because um of course uh spider-man homecoming uh is set after captain america the events of captain america civil war Excuse me. Uh, and so, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Hannibal's in this. Oh my god, I'm I'm really tired. I'm really tired. Uh, Captain America has his own video for PE. First of all, this is one of the types of content that I love the MCU for. And second, I haven't said the word P.E. in a very long time. I feel old. Mm. Mm. Uh, 
I'm pretty sure uh, he's a war criminal. Why did I keep saying no? Except now I I was really having issues with my typing. I'm pretty sure he's a war criminal now, but the video is required about the state. Yeah, it's just hilarious. Uh, so so the, so now they're playing. So they're uh, Liz, Betty, and a couple other kids are playing Fuck Mary Kill. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, once again, it is a high school movie, but at the same time, it's it's interesting that they're playing F Mary Kill. So they didn't actually say but like it's it's wild. Uh I think Betty says like she wants to F Thor Mary Mary Did you say Iron Man or Cap? I don't know. Both of them are handsome. Uh, and then she says kill Thor Hulk, which I take very personally because Hulk is... Why would you want to kill Hulk? What's wrong with you? Um, uh, Ned is a gem. I say that because literally he goes... Because as soon as Liz starts crushing on Spider-Man, Ned literally yells out, Peter knows Spider-Man. <laughs> Ned is like so annoying, but like that's... One of his best qualities is that he's like super <laughs> annoying in that way. Um, so this is a question that I had about this is that like, are they seniors in high school? Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Ah, uh, um, I, I, I got this answered. No, they're not seniors in high school. They're actually sophomores. Apparently which is hilarious. Um, so I'm still super confused whether or not Liz was a senior or not. Uh, it's interesting how Aunt May is allowing Peter to go to a party late at night, but I don't know how it works because I've never been to a party. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Flash is a DJ. Okay. Uh, I'm quote, I'm going to be myself. Peter, no one wants that. I too thought it was a bad thing to use Spider-Man as a party trick, but he's a high schooler. He's a kid. I, I get his motivation. He's trying to, you know, make an impression here, but at the same time, it's like, he's, he's oh my gosh. Like, I, yeah, I, I need to spend at least like an hour talking about this specific bit, just a specific uh, fact, but I can't. So, uh, Penis Parker, you know, Flash is certainly nerfed, but it's totally all right because Flash would just beat the shit out of Peter, but this one just seems like he wouldn't. Uh, I love how Peter just leaves his clothes at Liz's house. It's hilarious. I, I would assume that like off screen, he, he goes back to get him, but like, imagine like it's no way home now. It's like. So many years have passed and like his clothes are still there. That would be hilarious. Even after the events of Homecoming because they've moved, right? Liz Liz moved. And so like uh that'd be hilarious. Um Okay, so Spidey goes out uh goes towards the explosion, abandoning the party. I told you this is super boring for me because like now there's no there's no one here to talk about this um excuse me 
Um, Spidey just runs across a golf course. It's hilarious because he goes, he shoots his web shooters, but like the web goes so far because it's a golf course. It's hilarious. Uh, Donald Glover is in this movie or Childish Gambino, however you know him as. Uh, okay. Uh, let me just write this note real quick. So Mason, uh, finds, so, so Spidey's going after, uh, the shocker and, uh, one, one of the guys calls, uh, Adrian or the vulture and, uh, Mason picks it up and he's like, Tomb's phone. I feel like this guy should be bad, should be bad story-wise, but he's just so nice. Uh, when I say story-wise, it's like, he's a nice person. He's... He's he's not a like an evil like oh I'm gonna kill Spider Man or whatever kind of character. Hilarious. I want to see I want to see where he's at in the story, in the MCU. I want to see where he is. Uh, Spidey crashes through the neighborhood. Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller style as the movie is playing. Uh, he's definitely a menace. Uh, Vulture's sound design is so scary. I love it. It's They've done such a good job with Vulture. It's not the classic Vulture, but like the way they were able to make Vulture in the MCU is really good. Uh, so Tony, uh, Tony or Iron Man saves Peter while he's in India. That's pretty cool. Uh, Ned and Peter have one of the coolest handshakes. So cool. Alright, this, this is going to be the most boring episode, and I apologize for that. Um, I might not even upload this, but I don't know. Uh, I will say that it's a bit weird that uh, Shocker was able to be on campus with no one stopping them. By the way, uh, the original Shocker, or the previous Shocker, uh, dies. Because he was being such an idiot, so... Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, so the black and gold suit from No Way Home is his Spidey suit turned out. We already it was already confirmed, but like watching this again, it's yeah, it's definitely the Spidey suit turned out. Uh, look, I I will admit I do find Peter when overconfident to be a bit annoying, but hey, he's a kid. That's how he acts, and that's the thing is that these movies. <sighs> How do I put this in a way? How do I put this? How do I how do I put this? Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Spider-Man No Way Home is basically like an origin story. Essentially. Without giving way too much, it is essentially an origin story. Just this entire trilogy. So I like I feel like this is okay. I feel like this is justified for me. So, uh, I just realized, I just, I, I don't know why, uh, in that image, for those who are watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash feeling for today, uh, I had no idea that, uh, Spidey was, Peter was actually trying to, like, show him, uh, pinching at a, at the Avengers Tower in his selfie. I didn't realize that until now, so that's pretty cool. Um, but anyways. Instant kill mode is hilarious. Um, okay, we got we got a couple more notes to go. 
I'm on I'm on note fifty eight. So we're we're getting through this pretty quickly, and this is why it's super just. I'm just listing these out. It's boring. I know I keep saying it's boring, and I apologize if it annoys anyone. But like, it is. I, I at this moment, I really just want to hop on my PlayStation. I could be doing it right now, but here we are. Uh, Peter calling his suit AI Karen is wholesome. I really like that. Uh, we now see a small sequence of Peter learning his suit's full capabilities. He runs a refresher course for the uh, training wheels protocol, um, which I think is also really cool that Tony put that in instead of just giving this guy, uh, this kid a suit with multiple abilities. Uh, uh, ooh. Uh. Oh my gosh. The yawns keep coming in. Uh, I, I also think it's really cool that they made the suit. They gave Spider-Man more abilities in this than the previous films. I think that's really cool. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. I won't get into it too much. Uh, Peter talking to Karen about Liz is adorable. Um, I love that MJ. I feel like I was in the middle of writing because there's no, I didn't add a period. That's how I know that it's, uh, it, it wasn't complete. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it was either like, I love that MJ has friends now or like she won the decathlon or, uh, I don't know what it was, but moving on though, it is now revealed that MJ's name is Michelle, not Mary Jane. So this isn't Mary Jane Watson from uh, the original Spider-Man's or when I say original Spider-Man, I mean by the comics, not the, uh, not the movies, because I hate calling the Sam Raimi movies the original Spider-Man because they're all Spider-Man. They're all original. So, uh, uh, can I be the one to tell Peter he's expelled? Yeah, Flash is a bully, but in a but a well-written bully. Nice. Uh, Spidey's reconnaissance drone is so cute and so cool at the same time. I said that in all caps. That's how you know it's important. Uh, the entire sequence is awesome, and I love it when he's saving everyone in at the Washington Monument. Uh, hey, hey, big guy, quit moving around. Um hilarious Karen tells Peter to kiss Liz Karen's either horny or she's a third wheel <laughs> did I really write that oh my gosh it must have been late at night when I wrote this uh I love uh how as Spidey falls the drone just follows him it's so cute like he doesn't go back onto his chest he just follows him around um Oh, Mr. Harrington talks about losing a student on a school trip. And then he says, like, not again. And, like, I was like, what? It's like, these movies have such good humor. It's, like, it's absurd at times. And, like, that's what makes it really good. Uh, Spider Spirit. <laughs> uh, because another thing to consider is that Spider-Man isn't really popular 
in this in this movie I, because like he's not the only superhero and that's what i like is that he's not the only superhero uh and i i know that's a problem for a lot of people a lot of people want him to be like the standalone spider-man that we know and love uh however i once again i just said these films are essentially a, an origin story for him so i'm okay with it so his web fluid and homemade suit is under the lockers at school uh oh sorry before that um so, you got detention. You screwed up. It's, God, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, uh, I know. I know. Ned is here. Oh wait, no, not that. Uh, sorry, I'm all over the place. Uh, it's note seventy three, so we're getting close, and then I'm. I'll have something to eat and drink. It's just. I'll take a 10 minute break. I'm not going to take five. Uh, so as web fluid, uh, no, gosh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so Peter's suits, rec Peter's suit or Karen records everything. That is hilarious and creepy at the same time. But like, yeah, when he's like imitating Thor or making an impression of Thor, it's, and then Karen says, like, your impressions are very funny. It's so adorable. Um, I know Ned is here, uh, but Karen is a really good friend, too. Uh, I'm kind of sad that he doesn't talk to her after this movie. I mean, it makes sense for being Spider-Man, but still, it's a bit sad. Um, Donald Glover as Aaron Davis uh, is in this movie. I already pointed that out, except that I only said that Donald Glover is in this movie. Uh, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, enhanced interrogation mode. If you know, you know. Uh, that entire conversation between Spidey and Aaron is hilarious. He's just like, Aaron's just like, you need to get better at this part of the job. Um, and then Spidey leaves. He says, it's Mr. Criminal. That's a TASM 2 reference. Uh, Drony. Uh, I feel like there could have been a better name for the spy, uh, Spidey drone or the reconnaissance drone, but it's still cute to me. Um, Karen is definitely sus. She's trying to activate instant kill all the time. Uh, Tony calls Peter in the middle of a heist of the heist or deal, whatever's going on. Uh, why did I write heist? I don't know. Maybe it's because he's trying to. I don't want to call it mission. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Spiding, re reloading his web fluid is really cool. When he just when he just snaps it off, it's like he's uh, it's like he's taking out bullets out of a revolver. But it's ugh, gosh, it's so cool. Also, is anyone? What's going on? Hawkins at the 49ers. Oh my gosh! I just realized the 49ers are playing today. Ah, I'm gonna watch it. I think I'm gonna watch the 49ers game today. I feel like I've been skipping on the games way too much. Um, anyway, so Peter by accident causes the weapon to split the ferry in half and fails at fixing it when Iron Man shows up pissed. Uh, when Tony walks out of the suit, it's a really tense moment. Uh, it turns out Tony, it was Tony, uh, who called the FBI. Um, Peter is 15 in this movie. It's now established that Peter is 15 in this movie. He's 15. People need to understand that, that he's 15. Uh... Now, Tony takes back the suit, and I love this line. If you're nothing with, without this suit, then you shouldn't have it. It's so good, and I've, it's really annoying when, when 
Iron Boy Jr. trolls just. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, now Ame is worried and pissed at Peter. Uh, but then she hears about the strike internship and she's fine now. Uh, quote, do you have to go to a high school or do you have to go to that high school where the principal has a crossbow? Hilarious. What the fuck? It's so hilarious. It's such a good high school movie. And I even, I even remember watching this back in high school and I was just like, this is really good. As a high school movie. Um, the sequence of Peter living a normal life is quite like Spider-Man 2, though it doesn't have the weird editing. Spider-Man 2's sequence was certainly weird, but I'm not saying that I didn't like it. I really liked it. Uh, wait, so... Being that Peter's 15 and Ned mentioned that Peter had a chance to be with a senior. So is Liz a senior and not Peter? I'm a bit confused. Once again, I wish Russell was here to talk about this with me. Or even Nick. Um, there's That's a giant hall pass. He's got like a freaking... I don't know the exact measurements, but like he's got like a... Like, like a big square. It's almost the size of like a street sign, almost. Maybe I'm over-exaggerating. Maybe, maybe I need to go back and see that again. Which I probably will. Uh, Speeder... So he... Uh, he asks Liz out to the homecoming dance, and she says yes. And Peter slides into the room asking for Ame's help. I like this very much. Um, and then the big reveal. Vulture is Liz's dad. Adrian Toomes is Liz's dad. I wish I can unwatch this movie so I can be shocked again. See what I did there? God, you see these jokes would have been so much better. Uh, okay, no, 95. We're getting there, folks. Uh, so Peter is a sophomore. Uh, still confused about Liz's situation, though. Uh, the entire car scene is so intense. I love it so much. Uh, Adrian's, uh, talking about family. Dom is nearby. <laughs> if you're a person of culture, you will understand that reference. Also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slide myself into the frame more also I'm, i i think i'm gonna get a normal chair out i'm not gonna use this chair because i feel like it's been messing up my posture and i hate it very much also i apologize if the mic is in the shot i just want it to be closer to my uh i want it to be closer to my mouth but anyways um Okay, Peter uh, ditches Liz in a respectable way and sprints out. He gets his homemade suit and goes after Vulture. You see, some people say they hate the Spider-Man because he doesn't make his own suit. I'll get more to, into that in Far From Home, but, I f but it feels like they didn't watch Homecoming because he literally takes his dusty old suit and old web shooters and goes after Vulture. No Karen. No special gizmos, just a suit and simple web shooters. Remember what Tony said to him. Not having Tony's suit doesn't stop Peter from being Spider-Man. Uh, and then, of course, we get Ned, the guy in the chair. Ned, the MVP. Uh, hey, hey, Flash mentioned Branzino. Two Tasm references in a row. Or not in a row, but like in the same film. It's hilarious. Uh, he left his phone. In Adrian, so Peter leaves his phone in Adrian's car. That is so smart. 
It's just so smart. Um. Okay, Ned really is the MVP. Honestly, he should be Peter's AI, though no hate towards Karen. Uh, I love that Spider-Man is driving a car. I love it. Uh, and then <laughs> this is so iconic. Ned says, so Ned gets caught. Ned, so there's a teacher there and like, she's telling him like, there's this, there's a dance going on. Why is he here? And then he goes just so like, you know, he doesn't give away anything. He says, I'm looking at porn. This fucking movie. I tell you, Oh. Now, this is one of the most important moments in the cinematic history of Spider-Man that has so much heart. Peter is now under all the debris, and he really is stuck. Uh, he even calls out for help, he, but he he's in fear. But then Tony echoes in his mind saying that, that beautiful sentence, if you're nothing without the suit, you, then you shouldn't have it. Peter, with all that will to not give up, escapes the debris. This moment gets me every time. Uh, deploy high alt uh, altitude vacuum seal. Mason is so happy though. It is really cool. Um, even after getting beat the shit out by Vulture, Peter still tries to save him. He has such a good heart and that's how he should be. Uh, so now Liz is moving to Oregon. That's cool. Uh, MJ is the new team captain. Pretty cool. Uh, Peter gets a text and MJ starts questioning him. It's hilarious. Uh, and now we see Happy in a bathroom. Why would you meet in a bathroom? There are plenty of other places you could have met up in. But this film is hilarious, so it doesn't matter. Um, so now Peter is at the new Avengers base. And Tony shows off. Uh, shows, sorry. Uh, shows and offers him uh, the Iron Spider suit and offers, or not offers, sorry, shows him the. Hold on, let me. I, I'm pretty sure it was really late when I did this. Uh, Tony shows him the Iron Spider suit and offers him to be become the next Avenger. Uh, this is what I like. Peter says no. He doesn't say yeah yeah yeah. He no. He says no. Everything sounds so good to be true. Uh, he says no. That's what I like. And then it turns out there's an actual press conference. I swear this movie is consistently entertaining. Uh, Peter comes home to see that Tony Stark uh, left the Spidey suit in a bag on his bed. He puts on the suit and Ame walks in on him and the famous what the fuck censored by the end credits happen. I love these. Uh, finally, we get an end credit scene where we see Adrian running into a guy uh, or Gargan, whoever it was. Uh, I don't know anything about Scorpion, so bear with me. Uh, he runs into the guy who was making the deal with, and I assume with the Scorpion tattoo on his neck, he's Scorpion. Once again, this would have made a, would have been a lot more fun if Russell was here. And then at that very end, and at the very end, after appreciating all the people behind this amazing film. Uh, we get a Captain America speech about patience. You'll see what I mean when you watch it. Uh, okay, it's that time again. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This isn't a... What? 
Oh, this isn't. Yeah, yeah, this isn't a good Spider-Man movie. This is not a good Spider-Man movie. This is a fantastic Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I said this in the last couple of episodes. I really, I didn't really feel like doing a review review for these movies, even though I haven't given uh, Far From Home a review review. Uh, the, but these movies are great. Now, all film is subjective. Some people say they don't like these movies. Some people say some people love these movies. Uh, that's fair. Everyone has an opinion, and I've been saying it every episode. I love all these movies. It doesn't matter how bad they are. I love Spider Man. Uh, I love, I love the. Uh, though at the time, okay, sorry, I didn't know where I was going with that. I'm just so excited to end this because once again, this is boring for me doing this all by myself. So I apologize. Though at the time, it was a bit sad for me that it wasn't Andrew Garfield. Uh, but I am not disappointed with Tom Holland at all. I, I want that to be clear. By the way, uh, quick little update. I am, I don't know why I thought Andrew Garfield should be part of the MCU because he's not in the MCU. I think the idea of having Spider-Man be start in the MCU instead of having him be pulled into the MCU, I think is a, much better, even though he could be, but Oscorp isn't in, uh, the MCU, which has been established. So, I think that's pretty cool. Um, though, who knows? Maybe in future films, we might get a Oscorp. Who knows? Um, but yeah, no, I'm not disappointed with Tom Holland at all. Uh, the way how they've been able to make a rich Spider-Man story by using any of the past events of the MCU is great. This is a different Peter Parker. With all the wild changes and choices they made in this film compared to how it's been in the previous Spider-Man movie films, don't bother me. Uh, though I am one who seems to be more understanding when it comes to these things. Like if something is changed by Marvel to make it work in the MCU, I understand that. That doesn't really bother me. Though show me Spider-Man killing someone in cold blood and then I'll have a fucking problem. Um, but that's never going to happen. Um, because these movies are in good hands over at Marvel Studios. However, um... I don't know why I wrote this. I think I think all the bad reviews took over me. I want that to be clear. Uh I wrote however Eternals is questionable but if they can't but if they come out with a couple of divisive films I don't think it's going to affect my enjoyment. I I want to go ahead and say that Eternals is not bad. There are some questionable decisions that they made in that movie and I certainly felt like this wasn't... This is certainly a big event movie. However, I think we're so used to seeing the actual Avengers in, you know, MCU films or MCU big event films that, like, we... We expect them and then these, this team of, like, Eternals or these team of superheroes show up out of nowhere and apparently they're there the whole time. It's like, uh, what? I might do a... um. I might do a uh, MCU review review, but that's something that I have to really think about. I can't, like, I first of all, I can't do this by myself. Second of all, I really have to make time for that then. So I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, I didn't watch Homecoming because it was the next MCU film. I watched it because it was a Spider-Man film, and the MCU is just a cherry on top. Anyways, this film is hilarious, adorable, emotional, but most importantly, hilarious. 
or most or and but mostly hilarious. Um, not most importantly, it shouldn't just be hilarious. It should be emotional. Uh, everything happening on the frame, everything happening on every frame, is entertaining to me. Maybe I'm over exaggerating. I don't care. This movie is fantastic. So there you have it. I know this seems a bit rushed, but you know what? I I really don't have a lot to say, uh, especially with no one here to talk about it with me. So yeah, that's about it. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and end the episode there. I feel like uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, even after No Way Home, is really good, and it's great. So it's or fantastic, I should say. And also, by the way, that was it cute little joke about the fact that John Watts, who does not get enough credit for these freaking movies, um, doesn't, he doesn't get enough credit, is uh, going to be directing the new, the, the MCU, the MCU's uh, Fantastic Four. Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four is happening, and John Watts is going to be behind it. And I, I have full trust and faith in him to, to work on that. So, there you go. There you have it. Um, but anyways... Uh, for the stream, for anyone who's on the stream, I'm going to take like 10 minutes, get a sip of water, uh, check on a couple things, and then I'll, I'll be back for the Spider-Man Far From Home review. review. Uh, but for those who are listening uh, on their favorite podcast platforms or watching on YouTube.com, uh, certainly stay tuned because then uh, go ahead and find the next episode, which, which will be uh, the Spider-Man Far From Home review. review. Enough said. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well, anyways, uh, that's about it. I will, uh, see you all when I see you all in the next one. And, uh, hope you all have a great rest of your day and night. I'm scrambling with the outro. I apologize, but yeah, there you go. Alrighty. Bye, everybody.